Welcome to Unique Impressions, the podcast for PR and marketing pros who want to up-level their success. We're here to help you create a happy, healthy, and wealthy career that you love. I'm your host, Shauna Knuckles, and you're listening to episode 13, answering your top PR career questions. I gathered a bunch of questions from budding PR and marketing pros who are just getting started in their careers, and I asked them, what do you want to know about building your career in the industry? Today, I'm answering. You're listening to Unique Impressions, the podcast for PR and marketing pros who want to up-level their success. I'm your host, Shauna Knuckles. I'm a PR expert and agency owner. I've spent my entire career obsessed with all things personal and professional development. So in this podcast, I'm sharing everything I've learned while going against the grain to create my own version of success. That's included working with multi-million and billion dollar brands, starting my own business, getting paid what I'm worth, and staying happy and healthy through it all. So if you're looking for a new go-to resource to create the career of your dreams, you're in the right place. All right, before we dive in, I want to share a huge thank you to our listeners. Your amazing reviews are literally giving me life and they are so appreciated. And I want to give a shout out to one of our listeners, PR Girl333. She says, inspirational and informational. Yes, yes, yes. I just love how this podcast is equal parts inspirational and informational. It has such great advice for anyone who's working in a PR job or who wants a PR job, as well as some great hashtag real life advice too. Can't wait for more. I love it. Love it, love it, love it. Inspirational, informational. You are clearly in PR with that alliteration. That is amazing. Thank you again so much to everyone who has been listening. Your support really means the world to me. And again, I just, I can't thank you enough. All right, let's get right to it. So one of my favorite things is being able to share what I know and what I've learned in my career and sharing that with others so they can create their own success too. I know this industry can feel a little difficult to decipher and it can be hard to really understand how to get your foot in the door. So I am more than happy to help and I hope that this helps you. So question number one is, can I get a job without internship experience or how much internship experience do I really need to get a job in the PR industry? All right. So to answer this honestly for myself, I have never hired for an entry level position someone who didn't have any previous internship experience. And this is why I think school is great. I really value education. I think you learn so many important skills like critical thinking, how to write, how to research. But when it comes to the day-to-day execution of your job, what you're learning in school isn't really relevant to that. And I hate saying that because I am so grateful for my degree and I think they're so important and 
so, so valuable, but uh, it's the truth. And it's the truth in a lot of industries, but it's really true in PR. PR is essentially a vocation. There are very specific skills, foundational building blocks that you need to know how to do, like walking in the door your first day on the job, and you're not learning them in school. If you're looking to have a career in the PR marketing or social media industries, I highly, highly, highly recommend finding and getting internship experience while you are in college. I know some schools today have it as part of their requirements for getting a degree, but even if it is not required, I definitely recommend you find the time to do it. A lot of agencies have established internship programs that are just for students. So it's a great opportunity to get that experience. And it also gives you a chance to get your foot in the door at the at the agencies that are in your region. So I think that's another great reason to do it too. And nowadays, internships are paid a lot of the times. When I was in school, that was definitely not the case. No one was getting paid. It was all for free. So that is definitely a bonus. I I had friends and myself where we were literally working 40-hour like office jobs and not getting paid because they were internships. But the laws and the rules have kind of changed, which I think is great. And, and I'm thankful for that, that that has kind of changed. So that's another reason to do it. And um, something else that I'll mention is I would say maybe 20% of the interns I've had decided that PR wasn't really the right career field for them after they did an internship. And I also think that is important and being able to figure out as early as possible that you're that that's not the right career for you. It's better to do that when you can maybe try a different internship as opposed to figuring that out after you have gotten your degree and you're trying to get a full-time job in the field. All right. The next question is, what PR job titles should I be looking for with my first job after school? Okay, my answer, yes, this can definitely be confusing to someone who hasn't worked inside of the industry. Typically, the entry-level job at many agencies is called an account coordinator. This would likely be someone who has maybe around six months to a year of internship experience. And from there, you would move into an assistant account executive role. And at some agencies, that's considered their entry-level role. So it's either going to be an account coordinator or an assistant account executive if you're looking to work inside of an agency. Another really common term or job title that I see is a PR or marketing assistant or a PR or marketing coordinator. Some agencies do use that job title, but that's likely what you're going to see if you're applying for an in-house position. So if you're applying to work inside of a company. And so these are the most common job titles I see out there. That's not to say they're the only ones. People in PR and marketing like to be creative. So I think that, you know, there's some level of creativity that we're continuing to see with job titles. And also there's a little bit of a movement away from having titles that are more of a hierarchy inside of a lot of agencies. They have more of like a flat structure for teams. And so you'll see some jobs titles that reflect that. So it might be PR specialist or 
marketing specialist or something like that that doesn't have that built-in hierarchy term like assistant or coordinator, which is usually the person who is the entry-level position. But those are the most common job titles that you'll find when you're looking for jobs. Okay, the next question is, what are the most important skills I should have learned in school that I will need in my first few years working in the PR world? Okay, I love this question. I think it's so smart to be thinking like this. Like I said in my uh, previous answer, there are so many things that we don't learn in school that are just so, so important to succeeding in a PR job. The number one skill set that I have never seen a school teach but is so critical to any role in PR is how to build a media list. And a media list is essentially your Rolodex of media contacts that you pitch. There's a little bit of an art and a little bit of strategy to finding the right media people to put on your list. There are database tools that all PR people use. Um, We use a tool called Cision. And in an entry-level job, you'll be spending a lot of time building media lists. Often, you'll learn that skill in an internship. So that's another big reason to do that internship is usually if you've got a good internship program, they're figuring out how to bridge the gap between what you've learned in school and what you need to succeed in the job. So that's another great reason to do an internship. And... Yeah, that's number one. That is like critical, foundational, number one thing that any successful PR person needs is the ability to create a media list and know how to do that and find the right contacts and build that out, whether you're the person pitching it or you're creating it for someone else. The second skill set is learning how to write in a way that persuades people to act. In PR, That is the objective of what we do. We're persuading media people. We're influencing the public's opinion. We're convincing a client's customer to try a new product. And you need to be able to write in a way that captivates people and clearly conveys an idea and inspires them to take action. And this is not... uh, This type of writing takes a lot of practice. It's not a way that comes intuitively to everyone right away. This is not how they're teaching us to write in school. It's a lot different than an essay. It's a lot different than a news article. It's a lot different than than anything that you're probably writing in school. And it does take practice. One book that I recommend to every single up-and-coming PR professional is a book called On Writing Well. It's by William Zinzer, and this is an oldie but a goodie. It came out in the 70s, I think, and it's been updated a few times since then, but it's like the most amazing guide on how to write in a business setting. It is dry. I'm going to be totally honest with you. It's not a super exciting read, but it is very practical. The tips in it are invaluable and it will help you transform your writing to be in a style that works for PR. All right. The next question I received is how much news do I really have to consume? And I I think this is a great question, too. The answer to this used to be you consume as much news as humanly possible. 
that when I was starting my career in PR, that was the way it worked. You just you read as much news as you as you possibly can. Today, a lot of PR professionals are having conversations about how to consume news in a much smarter way. That's being paired with conversations about mental health, brain health, and work-life balance. Since we're plugged in all the time, 24-7, as much news as possible like no longer means you're reading the New York Times and the Wall Street Journal every day if you're getting really crazy. It means that you are constantly consuming, which not only can be really overwhelming, but it can also be not that great for your mental well-being. So what I would ask and focus on is what kind of news and the quality. So for what kind, I would recommend you read news that is relevant to the industries you work in or want to work in, whether that's your client verticals, if you're working in an agency or the industries that are relevant to the company that you're working for. So as one example, a core vertical for our PR agency is consumer products. So that is a huge industry where we monitor monitor news very closely. So we're monitoring news, trends, and you know big breakout stories that are related to shop key shopping times of year so what's the conversation like leading into holiday gift guides or what's the conversation leading into mother's day so we can really make sure that we're capitalizing on the conversations and the culture trends that are happening leading into when our clients target customers were going to be shopping and buying we pay attention to uh, trends that are happening in pack Packaging, buying habits at, at their core, really anything that's relevant to consumer products. And the quality of news, I would really think about, you know, thinking about the source of your news and being really mindful about the quality of your source. So what I typically do instead of doing bite-sized kind of I don't know, I, ca- I call it junk food news, which is like all of the kind of buzzy trending things that are happening on Twitter or anything like that is I, I try to steer away from that and focus more on quality news sources where I can maybe read a handful of great articles that are going to help me make informed decisions for my clients, that are going to help improve my team, that are going to help me keep my finger on the pulse of what's trending. So I do that, and then I also scan headlines. So I'll go to a website that maybe is a news aggregator, and I will quickly scan headlines just to see what's kind of coming out and if there's anything that feels relevant to our clients or our agency, then I will dive deeper into that and read those articles. So that's typically what I do. Okay, the next question that we received is, what is the best way to get connected with people in the industry? And should I even try before I am looking for a job? The short answer to this is yes. Yes, 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 yes. Definitely you should try to connect with people even if you're not looking for a job. PR is all about connections. And I I think as soon as you can build that habit of 
continuously striving for new connections and meeting new people, the sooner the better. I think networking and having that as a as a habit and as a as a practice to continuously building your career is so important. I think the best time to start networking was yesterday and the second best time to start networking is today. And I think the best way to get connected with people in the industry, just I would, my my advice there would be to do what feels natural to you. So if you're a really outgoing, bubbly person who loves to meet people in person and make connections that way, I would recommend you go to an event. If you're someone who is maybe more reserved and you prefer to connect with people in a way where you can maybe send them a really thoughtful email, I would maybe recommend that you connect online and focus on LinkedIn. And maybe you set a goal for yourself where you reach out to one new person a day and you send them a really thoughtful, personalized message that says, you know, something that's relevant and personal to them. So my advice there is there's no best way to get get connected with people. There are dozens of ways and I would just look to yourself and what your strengths are and your ability to connect with people best and map that back to your preferences. I think you're able to make the most genuine deepest connections if you're able to show up in a way where you're comfortable. So that's how I build my networking strategy. I love connecting with people one-on-one in person. So my personal networking strategy is I go to events and I meet a lot of people and I create those more natural connections with a handful of people usually at events. And then from there, I will follow up and have one-on-one conversations, either if, if it's a quick phone call or we're meeting up for coffee, something like that. But that's my personal networking strategy because that is what works best for me. Okay, the last question that we have is how much should you be getting paid in your first few years in the PR world? So this is an important question. It's a little bit of a tough question to answer with really a lot of specificity. Is that how you say that word? That's a that's a tough one for me. Specificity. And um, it used to be cinnamon, but I, I can say cinnamon a lot easier now from practice. But anyways, so this, this question of pay really varies city to city. So I cannot speak to this with a lot of certainty. But my my advice to you is to look and find a salary guide that is specific to your city because the pay for someone in LA versus the pay for someone who is in Nebraska is going to be a lot different because the cost of living and the cost of doing business is a lot, uh, there's a lot of variables there. The There are a handful of salary guides. I think the, the number one piece of advice that I have there is to find a salary guide. Or if you're looking on a site like Glassdoor or something that aggregates people's salaries that are self-reported, I would just take that with a grain of salt for a few reasons. Those salaries are are self-reported, which I think that's a great way to eliminate some of the barriers around what people are actually making. But Glassdoor has been around for a really long time. And salaries have increased. And so if you're looking at a company whose salaries, maybe they have 15 salaries that have been reported, but it's been over the last 10 years, 
that's not going to be a great representation of what the salary is today because PR salaries have increased a lot over the last 10 years. There is a salary guide by Robert Half, I believe. I can I can link that up in the show notes for you, but they provide a really comprehensive salary guide for the entire industry as a whole. So they do everything from advertising to PR, marketing, social media, and they break it down by job position and also by location. So I would recommend taking a look there. It's Robert Half. They're a recruiting company and and they do a lot of recruiting for creatives in this industry. So that would be my advice. I know that's probably not the answer you were looking for, um, but it is tough to say because that does vary so much city by city. And it also varies a lot by industry. So if you're working in a really niche industry, like high tech or healthcare, the pay structure around that specialized expertise can be a little bit different than maybe if you're working in a different industry. All right. That's what I have for you for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. We will continue to do these Q&A type of episodes periodically. So if you have questions that you'd love to have answered about your career, please share. I think the best way to do that, I love connecting with people through DMs on Instagram. You can find me at Shauna Knuckles, S-H-A-U-N-A-N-U-C-K-L-E-S. And one exciting thing I want to share with all of you, another opportunity to build up your career expertise and we are hosting a masterclass on client management. So client management is one of the top success factors for any PR, marketing, social media person who is working in an agency, who is a freelancer or a sole proprietor. And we are doing a virtual masterclass on the three R's of client success, which are rapport, retention, and referrals. We're hosting that on March 12th. So if you'd love to join us, I'd love to have you. You can go to uniqueimpressionspodcast.com slash client workshop to join us. Sign up there. You'll get all of the information on how to join us. And I can't wait. It'll be a great time. All right. Until next time, thank you so much for joining us.